Hello, friends, romaine, lettuce, countrymen. I am here. I am Nick. This is Nick Flanagan Weekly. Welcome. Thank you. Quick, let's do a little bit of homework off the top. This podcast, try to put it out weekly. I'm doing it for quite a while now. Trying to get it to evolve. But it keeps devolving, evolving, revolving. I guess it's it's a fluid podcast. And don't get grossed out. You know, fluids are normal. Um, you can like and subscribe and review this. That always helps. On whatever platform you like. I'm on SoundCloud, mofos. Too. But uh, you can follow it on social media. Nick Flanagan Weekly. Nick Flan Weekly. Or The Flans and Nick Flanagan, which are my other things. Uh, Kofi.com slash Nick Flanagan, if you want to throw me a buck or two. Um, check out those social media things I told you before. If you want to come see me do stand-up, you can also buy my albums, Wiped Privilege. And I'm here all week via Bandcamp, or you can just uh, stream them. Whatever you want to do. So that's the homework, I guess. <laughs> housekeeping, housekeeping. That's what you say. Did I say homework at the top? I meant housekeeping. I'm not drunk. I feel like I sound drunk right now, but it's like 2.30 in the afternoon on a Sunday. I'm at my mom's house taking care of the cat because she went away for the night. He is sleeping so soundly right now. I mentioned all those socials earlier. One of the reasons to follow me, follow me on is I will occasionally... Post pictures of Manny, who's a very special cat. He ain't one, He's gray. He's fluffy. He's got big paws. He's precocious. He's not like other cats. Anyway, I'm not drunk, but you know, feeling. I am feeling a little. I don't know. I don't have COVID. I checked, but it's been like over a week, and I'm just no. Uh, God, the stuffed nose and it's, it's little coughs. It's just not fun. I don't like it. You know, it cuts into my enjoyment factor of day. And enjoying the day, that's one of my main priorities. More housekeeping off the top. Housekeeping is important. Clean, keeps the house clean. Um... This podcast sometimes is solo. Sometimes I'll talk to interview people. Really, I swear, I am on the cusp of having my ancient interviews and releasing them to the public. Oh, God, my phone fell. It woke the cat up, but he's still he's still cool. He's not doing anything. He curled up in his little cat bed like a pile of, like a, like a perfect pile of fur. I can't believe it. Anyway. Um, yeah, so if you like thoughts and feelings, as well as conversations with interesting people, this could very well be the podcast for you. It's lo-fi, but it's classic. I've heard the podcast referred to as classic. Um, yeah, so I've been home from New York. I think I posted something last week, an episode where I was kind of just talking about getting back into things and how... The first week doesn't count. And uh, yeah, now 
we're past the first week. It's somehow the middle of January. This is... I hate it. You know? I had old thing. Oh, first week of January doesn't count as the new year. It's so true. We all know that. That's a week where we're just recovering, figuring out who we are, what we want, what we like, why we're alive. Just trying to sort it all out. Then the 8th, roughly, is when, you know, we're truly into the new year. In this case, 2023. But... I hadn't accounted for the fact that now the new January minus that week is only three weeks. That's not enough for rent. This is why my second part of the New Year's platform was no rent. Rent and mortgage relief, January, February. What do you think? Makes sense, right? Because pay periods are delayed. Um, Sometimes we have less days of work. We spent all this money over the holidays for whatever reason. Or on New Year's Eve, maybe we bought a tux. Suddenly we're expected to throw our money into the landlord's mouth, or in this case of the mortgage, into the bank's mouth. I don't fully understand where mortgages come from. Um, I don't think so. But, you know, I'm sure there would be a downside to that too, because my whole thing about the week, losing a week for... To start the new year has backfired on me. Now it's like, you know, there's only two weeks left in January. I haven't accounted for that. And there's problems because of this. So there'd probably be problems with my rent plan too. But honestly, this is getting me back into another thing where it's like, the city I'm in, we got some issues. Transit, they're trying to raise it. 335 a ride. It's 275 in New York. Now, because of the dollar conversion, um like 275. Like it would be more basically with the dollar conversion, 275 to 335 Canadian, but hopefully the dollar isn't that bad lately, and then we'll be Basically more expensive than New York to get around here in Toronto uh, without any of the perks. Maybe with some of the perks, but not most of them. And uh, that's bullshit. Plus, they're not bringing like service. They're not improving service really with it. So we got that happening in the city. All kinds of other stuff. You know, the usual housing, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, Someone's got to get into municipal politics, right? Like me on a podcast going like, oh, I hate that the city's doing this. Who cares? I'm just one voice among many, but go to City Hall, file Nick for mayor. I think that's how you make a difference. You file for mayor. You run for mayor. However... That's something I don't know if I'm prepared to do. I think the best I could do, run for mayor, and then when I win mayor, hand the mayorship over to someone I trust. Zoe Dodd, for instance. Look her up. She's good. 
But, uh, yeah, I don't actually want to be mayor. I think with my neurodivergent ass, I could stand being in city council every day. I'd be one of those ones where they're like, where's, where's the mayor? Oh, he takes a lot of days off. And I think Rob Ford, former Toronto mayor, RIP, Rob in peace. Um, I don't think he was at work all the time. But I don't want to follow in the Rob Ford footsteps. I just want to have such a genial personality. Visit everywhere. Be vague on the platform. And then do it. Then go in there and say, here's what we're doing. We're taking a harm reduction approach to literally everything. So I want your quality of life. Even though there's all these projects that are supposed to improve quality of life when all the construction's done in 15 years, I want to mitigate that screwing up your life. You know? Everyone talks about living in the moment, being present. How are we supposed to do that if they're constructing something that's supposed to be nice in 10 years, but it's making me have to walk in the middle of traffic because there's no sidewalk anymore because construction is happening on both sides? Lowers the quality of life. So like if... If if you know how to... This feels like a rambling episode, even by my standards. And I'm not going to tie it together into anything. Don't even think about it. But anyway. um, We got to have someone on, on our side in City Hall. From Tibet to Spain, to Branson, Missouri, to Toronto, Ontario. Municipal politics matter. And as long as you do things that I, how are the way, that are, are the way I want you how to do them, run for office in, in your area. I don't know if I'm sick. I feel like <clears throat> it's like, dust or something like I'm I'm getting older which is another thing drives me crazy but the older I get the more I feel like I'm bothered by dust and in this case the fur of a beautiful gray cat which is horrible horrible that that hurts me but um on the subject of getting older happy birthday to my mom I couldn't go to the birth. I mean, I'm at her house now because I'm just like, there's no way I'm contagious. I don't know what I've got. I don't think it ain't spreading. But uh, she turned, I can't even tell you the age. But let me say, if I were a little child and someone's like, someday your mom's going to be this age, I'd say, Daddy, no. <laughs> no, Daddy. And, uh, but I'm so happy she did. I'm happy she's around and vibrant. And I was talking to her. I said, well, it's a big, big birthday. And she's like, I know. And I was like, it's good. And long story short, in the conversation, she said she wished we didn't age. Like, I guess that would be cool, right? If we hit, like, say, like, 44 and the body just paused there. So it became no more fragile. But it became no more 
uh, health, health, you know, uh, strong, like inherently. And then we just, you know, live live our lives decried by fortune. Everyone's just dying of like falling off cliffs, you know, or or uh, being hit in the head by a an errant seagull, uh, rather than all this disease or uh, liver failure, for instance. All right, that would be another platform I would take. Would be I'd be like, okay, here's the rule. Nobody's, uh, no more diseases. We're uh, all, <laughs> all of the budget. My budget's going to two things: housing and disease curing. So we cure all the diseases, and humanity's biggest threat is. Uh, happenstance unfortunate happenstance like uh that uh, you know these like weird accidents that you hear about like in gremlins when the gremlins uh drive the snowplow into those that the couple the fettermans freak accident that'll be our main stress and then once we've got the diseases under control well then in the budget that I make some room for researching how to stop these freak accidents. After a while, we're all living super long. Housing's been solved because I put all the budget into that. And uh, then we're living forever. We all look 44. I, I haven't really figured out how to make us all look 44 or do that thing where everything aging stops at 44. But, like, once you've got housing, disease, and lowered, handled, and then we've lowered the freak accidents, the fifth peg in this clothesline is going to be um, what I just said, which is uh, making us uh, look, uh, you know, stop aging at 44. Oh, God, I'm just tearing up thinking about it. There was all this stuff I was going to say. I mean, I could still say it. I just went on a long tangent that I am keeping unedited in this episode, partly because I'm at my mom's place. I don't really have the capacity to edit right now. And uh, I want to get this to you on the lovely Sunday as you rest. Let's see. I, I had some notes here. Okay. Anyway, get involved in city politics. That's really what I'm trying to say. That one. Um, what else? I can't really complain about first couple weeks of January. It's challenging. Like all of the usual challenges are, are happening, but I think those are very universal. But also some of the things that I said I would or really aim to get done have been done. So... For instance, I have um, uh, got this surround sound system <laughs> finally set up. You say, what's the big deal there? It's because since like August, I've had this sound bar in my apartment. It's big. It's got these different elements. And I was just like, got to put that up. It took me five months. But it was on my list. 
and I did it, and now it's done. And the thing is, I was starting to obsess over it because I was like not able to figure it out for a good 15 days. And it just became like, I can't do anything until I sort out this surround sound system. Now it's sorted out. It's set up. And I, I honestly have no clue if it sounds better or not. But it's the, it's the thought that counts. And the thought was, I need to do this. And then I did it. So I can get things done, folks. If you're listening and you're like, wow, maybe I'll hire this guy as a consultant. Well, yeah, you should, because I get things done. Soundbar setups. What else did I do? I got my ADHD coaching. Found a low-cost one. Short-term. Mini meetings, but so far so good. And I've never had a proper ADHD coaching situation because it's always been prohibitive. And I'm not, this is not a sponsored thing. I'm not going to say the name yet. Um, but yeah, I, I, uh, and I had a couple goals. And honestly, I told them this week what they were. And then, like, I sort of pursued them. So, it's making me feel like I am capable of doing things at all. And, you know, this is something I get into classically where you realize, I realize, I'll realize I'm capable. I'll pat myself on the back and I'll take a break. And then I'll panic after this month's long break is over and realize I wasted time for three months. So I'm going to try. I think that's why it's important to be accountable every week <laughs> to remind myself not to drift into too much uh what did uh town say sink into my dreams you know you can sink into your dreams a little bit but by week three you might want to get back to reality and to life quote the song yeah if you are uh, having a hard time getting the month started, you know, getting the year started, feeling like hope, just make some lists. I don't care what they are. Just make some lists. Top 10 things I like. Okay. Top 10. What did I do today? How many times did I smile today? What? Did, who's... Whose life did I improve today? What, what am I going to do tomorrow? What am I going to do today? What are some movies I want to watch? Make your lists. It's going to be great. And don't publicize them, though. You know. Or like to say I made some lists. You know, I go online. All these tweeters. They're all like, made a list. <laughs> And then they'll go like, made a list of what movies I want to watch and categorized it by genre. Look at this. And then people go, oh, that's a great idea. The reason I do this is because I think that genres are a great way for me to keep track. My brain works with keeping track. I don't want to know. Specificity of who you are as it pertains to tips. Not interested. Specificity of suffering. Specificity of coping. Does this make any sense what I'm talking about? Like, all of these things are universal. Suffering, ways of coping, uh, try, persevering, um, 
what would you say, uh, noting, let's say, how we make note of things, all universal. But now with social media and, you know, books before then, everyone is like, oh, I... Does anyone else write in a notebook as soon as they see the coming soon at trailers in a movie so that they know which ones they do want to see and what they don't want to see? And then someone on Twitter goes, I totally do this. And, and then, you know, and if not, and then there's the reverse effect where someone will like quote that tweet and go, if you do this, you're a crazy person. It's like, don't specify. Let it all just be universal and we all have our own little ways. Of doing these things. And, you know, offer options and alternatives. Don't just go with one thing. Because then you just wind up having all these people. You know, it's it's even with suffering, it's like that. Oh, you know, here's my trauma, here's your trauma, here's this trauma. Yeah, tra- we all, we don't all have them, but we all have different levels of... Uh, bad experiences, you know, and we all have ways of coping with them, but don't go, here's what I do to do it, and I found it's really, really helpful, and it's very specific, don't get too specific, that's why just saying you go to support groups is good, that's fine, you know, I mean, like, I listened to this interview with uh, Neil Brennan, comedian and he did say one thing that I appreciated which was about therapists like you can get different kinds of therapists therapy is not one way or the other you can have one where it's almost like an ADHD coach where they're checking in with you about your productivity about helping get your confidence up for doing things you can talk to someone whose entire job is just helping process like your relationship with one person, two people, and how you manage that and putting that towards the world. But I'm telling you, just because if if you relate trauma bond, if you relate to people too hard based on what you view as the exact similarity of your trauma or your suffering, there is a chance that it will be unhealthy because you two have different brains and your responses to things are different. And when they differ, your brain might short fuse because you don't understand. All right, I'm literally babbling now, but that's okay because I promised myself I would decry specifying your suffering too much and focus on each one of us individually trying to figure it out. Leaning on others in terms of encouragement, leaning on others in terms of if they're professionals or experienced, uh, sharing. But don't do it on Twitter. Because you also don't know if like the person on the other side is like just messing with you they'll respond oh yeah i totally have this and you're like oh it feels so good to find someone to relate meanwhile they're on the other side you know laughing oh i fooled them haha i don't have that problem 
then your feeling of being empathized with will be built on a pile of lies. And you don't deserve that. But what you do deserve is a nice day. And I hope you have one. Thank you for listening. Check the beginning of the podcast for more, for all the information that I gave you. I'll see you soon. I love ya. Wait, that's not healthy. I love you. I, wait, ah, parasocial relationships and stuff. I give you, I, I send you all my love. You know, heal the world. That's what I say. All right. Thanks for listening. It's been Nick Flanagan Weekly. Take care.